Hello and welcome everybody to Dyslexic episode 29. Yes, 29 episodes. Crazy. But with this 29th episode is the start of spooky season here on Dyslexic. A whole month of spooky content. Yes. That was so much better than my air horn. (laughs) I mean, air horns are in haunted houses, so it's 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 topical. If it's sure, um, which is one of my favorite words to say for some reason. I love saying the word topical, um, but that's besides the point. This week is a "What would you do?" episode. I know it's been a while. Welcome back. What would you do? I don't know, but you're gonna find out what we would do because that's the point of the episode. So, <laughs> was that rude? Mm, no. No, <laughs> it's real. It's real. See, I keep it real. Um, but on this What Would You Do episode, I am asking my two guests what they would do if they were asked to design their own haunted house. And of course, I had to get two of my best spooky buddies. Uh, that's a Disney movie, by the way. Not great, but it's one. Spooky um, buddies? Oh, yeah, with the little doggos. Yeah, it's Air Bud's kids. Yeah. You know, one time I just showed up at Magic Kingdom because I was, like, bored and I wanted somewhere to be. And it just so happened to be the day that they were taping the Christmas parade. And the Air Buddies were all there. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so cute. It was so cute. They were popping out the window on Main Street. They had a little, like, grassy enclosed area in the hub. They were in Tomorrowland. I was like, bruh. I don't give a shit that Nick Cannon is standing right over there. I'm about to follow these golden retriever puppies around the Magic Kingdom for the next seven hours. That's exactly oh, what I would. I, I would have. I a dream. It was <laughs> it was magical. It was like, as magical as the Disney dog day. And I just want to let you know, this is not saying we're fans of the movies, but we, we like dogs. We're fans of dogs, oh, though. I'm a huge geez. fan of the actors in the movies and not the human yes. ones, but the dog over No. <laughs> Who cares about the human ones? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who the human ones are. Have really I don't think like anybody does. They like switch out like every movie. They did. Yeah. That's true. Like, okay. who, are they, who is this one? <laughs> I'm like low key convinced that the people in the Air Buddies movies are fake. You know, I could see it. It's like it's like the background people Hallmark movies where you're like, I don't think you're really there. Yeah, they're just like stock footage that have been edited in with the real dogs. Right. Which, I mean, it works. <laughs> That's fine. They, they were directed DVD, it works. <laughs> that's all they deserve. Yeah, let's be fair, it is. Just like all the Disney animated sequels, but that's another episode. Those, <laughs> were, sca- I'm, those were scary in themselves, so it works. <laughs> Listen, I will stand Cinderella 3 a twist in time until the day I die, bitch. Let's find Why it. was Cinderella sci-fi? Okay, we're not, that's not the episode. I gotta, I gotta calm down. Because it's awesome, <laughs> Scott! <laughs> Cinderella was not meant for Back to the Future. Wrong! Were you ever a little girl who liked Back to the Future and Cinderella? Um, Cinderella's peak entertainment. (laughs) Cinderella, give me my Cinderella 3 and Twisted Time ride. Please, oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, what if it was like the Back to the Future 3 ride tech, but with like the the storyline and the visuals of Cinderella (laughs) This is so chaotic. (laughs) Okay, okay. But like I said, I asked these two what they would do if they were asked to design their own haunted house, haunted attraction, whatever you want to call it. So let's go ahead and jump right into the spooky business and start with Mel. Mel, what would you do if you were asked to create your own haunt? Howdy. Um, so, uh, in, in previous times, if I had been tasked with this, I probably would have designed a pretty HHN-specific style house, because that's what I was the most familiar with. 
Uh, but uh, in case there's anyone who, I don't know, follows me outside of this podcast here, I am not working at Horror Nights this year. I am working at an independent haunted house in Pennsylvania. And uh, I've also been visiting a lot of haunts around here. And there's one specific trait about virtually every haunted house in this area that really inspired me um, as like my my sort of basis for what I wanted this to be. And it's the fact that everything is in bumfuck nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And huh. as, as someone who is much more accustomed to the Florida haunt scene, I still think it's really exciting that pretty much all these haunts are in the, the middle of the woods. They are utterly secluded. Uh, you have the, the horribly creepy natural ambiance of woods and fields and farms to play off of because that's where the haunts are built. So I designed something that's sort of in line with the type of haunts that I see around here versus like what you would see at Horror Nights because I'm really intrigued by the terrain. So with that introduction out of the way, uh, my house's name is The Patch. Ooh. Yes. Uh, I would like to point out that I was talking to my boyfriend on the phone a few hours ago about this, and I was like, okay, Victor, it's a haunted house. It's called The Patch. What do you think it's about? Uh, His first few guesses were someone quitting smoking nicotine patch. I said, said, no. (laughs) And he said, uh, someone on the phone. They're trying to get their phone call patched through. And I said, no, it's not going to be that one either. And he said, a dog, a dog named Patches. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is not going anywhere fast. Uh, he literally never made it to Pumpkin Patch. That never oh crossed his mind. Oh my God. <laughs> it was every other kind of patch you can possibly imagine except that. I patched, he said, oh, what if it's a pirate trying to quit smoking? <laughs> <laughs> Me. And then he talked a whole story about a pirate who works in a call center trying to patch people's calls who's quitting smoking. And Patchy the pirate. And it makes them a better customer service representative. Um, oh, that is amazing. When is that movie coming out? I don't know, but I'm excited. I mean, Victor's got to produce. This was really his concept. <laughs> uh, shout out, shout out to Victor, who is so disconnected from all things spooky that it is absolutely hilarious. Um, anyways, so the patch, uh, the patch takes place in 1957. Because it's not me if it's not a fucking period piece. What What do you want? You want cheap costumes? <clears throat> you want cheap set pieces? Not with Melody. <coughs> with Melody, you're going you're gonna to do everything period accurate. So we're all going to suffer. It's set in 1957. Our basic story, I'll kind of go over first before I go into the details of the various scenes. Uh, the small town of Carver, Pennsylvania, which might be real. I didn't look it up. I just made it up, though. Was once vibrant an oasis, and an ocean of trees. The Price Pumpkin Patch was an annual tradition for every resident of this town. As the leaves shifted in color, Mr. Price would roll out the most magnificent pumpkins anyone had ever seen, huge, bright, and plentiful. But there was a secret to his success. Nobody ever would have pinned Mr. Price as a grave robber. That is until the pumpkins began growing arms and legs, some hatching to release slimy, deformed children, hungry and just like ravenous. Uh, For decades, he had been using the contents of the local graveyard as fertilizer. And the souls of the hundreds of dead are trapped inside the pumpkins. They are vengeful and hungry. Why would you even come to Carver when the whole town has become the patch? 
What? Oh my, I am in shock. When is this coming to not? Is this oh a universal? Come on, Michael Aiello. I know. Period. When, I'm like, <laughs> and then where's the stickers? We need we need Shelby at Windigus to draw up some concept art for this. When is this all? I would love to see that. And I would buy it. <laughs> I so want to. Oh, same. Yeah, maybe. Mm, I'll have to think. When I have money again, I might have to think about that as a commission. Yes, um, and yeah, then I'll so buy it. Kind of like a little. That's like my little blurb. I have details for each scene as well. Again, I'm sorry if this is like long and boring. Um, so uh, the whole thing, like I said, built in a remote location. Um, you, you would sort of have to trek through the woods at the beginning. You begin with a walk through the woods. It's very dark. Uh, it's only lit with lanterns along the pathway. You can hear some faint snarls and distant screaming and the occasional schmoosh, you know, like a pumpkin smoosh. You know what I'm talking about? No, I got, I, I heard it. I felt it on my foot. Good. I got slightly disgusted, and that's perfect, because that's what you want in a haunt. Exactly. Uh, so you hear the occasional smush, but nothing interrupts your quiet walk through the woods until you approach a sign that says, Welcome to Carver. And just past the sign is a large clearing, uh, and you see the first thing that you're going to see in the town, which is the town hall. So I'm also sort of, my, my idea with this um, is somewhere between what would be considered, I guess, a haunted trail and a haunted house. Basically, mm. several small haunted houses split up by outdoor sections is the best way I can describe it. That's exactly what the hunt was that I worked in for six years. Like, to a T, that is exactly what it was. You know what I'm talking about then. Yes. You get it. So that, that is sort of what I'm thinking of. Um, And so you enter into the town hall, and again, this is in the 50s, so like any characters you see, they're all going to be in sort of like 50s-esque, you know, clothing. We're talking poodle skirts and swing dresses, and you know, you got the, you've got like your greasers (coughs) and all that kind of stuff. Ooh, yeah. I'm living already. I, I love it. I'm, I I got so many visuals. You haven't even said anything. I'm so excited. Right. So the facade is the town hall. It's flanked by chain lake fences. There are pumpkin gusts and seeds strewn everywhere. Pumpkins and humans have been stabbed onto the upper spires of the building. You enter right in the middle of a fight between the mayor of the town and one of the ravenous pumpkin egg children. That's the only way I can describe it. So I'm kind of thinking with these things. You know, like... You know the way that little kid crawled around in the grudge? Yes. I want you to imagine that, but it's like he's like covered in pumpkin seeds and guts and juice, and they're just very slimy. Like I'm talking head to toe covered in KY jelly, kind of slimy. Ooh. Nasty. Also, I'm going into this as unlimited budget. (laughs) Unlimited budget and (laughs) minimum. Me. (laughs) The limit does not exist. The, the limit does not exist for the budget for the patch. Uh, and neither do, like, the constraints. Like, it would be really unpleasant to be a child actor covered head to toe in KY Jelly for a whole night. But we're just going to pretend that that's a thing that can happen. And <laughs> not necessarily an actual kid covered in KY Jelly. But, you know, that sounds yeah. really gross. It is gross. But, you know, it sounds like a different kind of gross. But anyways, you know what I mean. Um, we're, we're, we're taking a little bit of, of uh, reality out of this equation <clears throat> for the sake of enjoyability. Um, so you enter right in the middle of a fight between one of these nasty, crawling, little hungry creatures, which are really more like animals than they are like people. And it's fighting with the mayor. Um, 
it's crawling and slimy. The mayor points a gun at it. You have a compressed air gun scare. Uh, the the child thing flies off to the side and dies. Uh, the corpse of the mayor's secretary is laying just off to the side. He goes over and he starts to mourn over her. He tells you to get out of there. He can't protect her. He can't protect any of you either. You go out the back door of the town hall uh, into a little garden enclosed by tall hedges. Uh, a child is covered in pumpkin guts and crying for her parents out in the back of this garden. And you can hear menacing things coming from ahead because the back of the garden is a hedge maze that you have to navigate. And there are pumpkin egg children. That's what I'm just calling the little things because they absolutely have to have to not. Oh, this gives head. me so much anxiety. It's Perfect. not even. But I, I'd so <laughs> pay to do it. I say absolutely not, but I'd be the first one in line paying an obscene amount of money to go in. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, you get the fast pass. I appreciate it. I, I would, I would, it. just for you and for oh, this concept. Thank you. I mean, you'd probably get in for free. Honestly, you'd probably be acting in this, so none of that Pro- would matter, anyways. I could see myself <laughs> doing it. You can be one of the naked little children covered in KY jelly. That's just okay. I, do. I don't think anybody wants to see me like that. <laughs> Listen, I do. Let's speak for yourself. Shut up. Oh my gosh, thanks. I'm a designer. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But I do have an idea of somewhere that you would be great in if this was real. Wait, um, should I have taken that as a compliment? Because I really did. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd totally be into it. That'd be amazing. Okay, cool. Sweet. Yeah. Lit. Yeah, yeah. God, I can't believe I said that. I hate myself. <laughs> you cute. Continue. I mean, My shame less. is out there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see. Inside, Yes, inside the... Uh, hedge maze is uh, more of these little pumpkin egg children. They get a couple of really good scares. You come out the back of the hedge maze and uh, you see another facade which is a schoolhouse. Inside, you go into the schoolhouse. So something specifically I've loved that I experienced the most at Screamageddon in Dade City is having to open doors yourself throughout a haunt. I think that's a a really, really anxiety-inducing experience. I would freak. Like, just, oh, no. just the fact of having to force yourself to say, okay, there could be something absolutely horrifying back here or nothing. I have to open the door, yeah. But I don't have a choice. Yep. If you, if anyone listening to this has ever been extremely get it, you know what I'm talking about, especially in that witch house. Like, the, the facade is a church, and you walk right up, and you have to pull the door open yourself and go inside. And it is so spooky and so cool so I envision the same type of thing for every scene I'm talking about you have to open the door yourself to get in um, and if you won't do it someone will force you in there but you know the idea being that someone in your party will be brave enough to open the door so anyways inside several of the pumpkin egg children are feasting on the bodies of school kids perhaps the teacher is maybe tied up like a puppet in the front or something along those lines um, this is a pretty small scene. You go out the back of the school and you see a playground. Uh, on the playground, there's maybe one or two of the pumpkin children playing and several corpses of kids are set up on the swings and things like they're playing too. Very creepy, very unnerving. We love dead kids in a haunted house. Um, love that. Yes. Uh, past the playground is the midpoint of the house, the town square. I call this a house. This isn't really a house. This adventure. I don't know. The town square. This is the largest scene, a huge outdoor facade think sort of like the uh the the town scene in um what was that great cowboy house what was the yeehaw house lightning gulch well yeah ghost town took me a minute to get there 
Anyways, so you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Like the big outdoor, so like that, but like actually outside, like a town. And it is chaos. Uh, we finally see the fully fledged pumpkin creatures, not just the little, the little hatched children things. And they are very uncanny. The heads are classic jack-o'-lanterns. Every single one is unique. Um, but the bodies are human, even though they are covered in these pustuous boils that are oh my are seeping out pumpkin juice and, and pumpkin seeds. Um, but on their head, just a big smiling jack-o'-lantern. No expression oh whatsoever. Oh my gosh. So these, these are the fully grown creatures. Uh, and I, I sort of envision them moving as like a... In a very tame imitation of like the Silent Hill nurses, like uncomfortable, like they shouldn't yes. be moving at all, you know, but they have to. So right. yeah, the, these are my pumpkin boys. Um, <clears throat> every physical movement suggests that they are in agony despite all of their unique smiling faces. And the center of the square is a large male pumpkin terrorizing a young woman inside of a gazebo. Other pumpkin creatures are flying in and out of doors, out of businesses. Uh, terrorizing their victims. Some victims wander aimlessly and afraid. Bodies of both humans and pumpkin creatures lay around, blood and seeds mixing on the ground. So this is like our big kind of chaos scene. And at the far end of the square is an old-fashioned 1950s diner. That's where you're headed next. Someone tells you you don't want to go in there, but of course you're going to go in there anyways. Imagine right now, you know the bar scene in Gremlins? Yes. That. But with our pumpkin boys. Oh, this is sort of my our, God. This is sort Love of our chaos comedy relief scene. The pumpkin lady creatures, they're in poodle skirts. You know, they've got their cute little shoes. The jukebox is playing. They're uh, there's, there's a big sign, a big chalkboard that says pumpkin milkshakes. The word pumpkin has been crossed out with blood. It now says human. Um, the, the pumpkin creatures are drinking these chunky human blended milkshakes. Maybe there's like a nerdy pumpkin boy on a date with the corpse of a human woman. You know, it's silly. This is their little silly moment. Uh, you cross back behind the bar and you go through the kitchen where you can have a couple like really intense loud scares from, uh, you know, like maybe one of the kids, like the pumpkin egg kids popping out of a, a freezer or something like that. Out of the back of the diner is an alley. Uh, it's very dark in there, and it, I only have one sentence written for this scene because I can see it in my head, but I don't know what the details would be. You exit out the back into a creepy alley. Here you have an interaction with a pumpkin hooker. Honestly, love merchandising. I'll buy yeah. it. I feel like she would be like a long-speaking role character, and it could be really funny. Honestly, uh, fan-favorite character. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I said, honestly, that'd certainly be the fan-favorite character right there. Oh, sure. Like, she'd be really slutty and kind of drunk and, you know, but she wouldn't, like, she'd obviously be a hooker and maybe she'd have a little sign with her prices on it, but, um, you know, she they don't speak. They just sort of, like, moan and screech and, and she's just like, <laughs> but she's in, like, a slutty hooker outfit and she's, like, posing and strutting. I just think it'd be hilarious. Yeah! <laughs> My favorite scene already. Thank you, thank you. Um, so at the end of the alley is trees. It is darkness. Excuse me. You are headed back into the woods. Right before you get to the edge of the woods, a person lurches out of the bushes on the right, saying, please take these. It's all I have to give you. This could be your only way out. And he hands you a lantern and then dies. These woods are much darker and much more frightening and less forgiving than the first set that you went through. There are boo scares from various 
pumpkin people and children and whatever coming out from all angles uh the, the music and the 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 sound effects of the squishing and the squelching and the wailing are getting louder and you can hear carving and screams in the distance finally in the dark woods you see a little wooden church approach you go inside uh inside is just like hell on earth the pumpkins are holding a live sacrifice of the priest he's hung up like a scarecrow for the congregation of pumpkin mutants to watch he's still alive but suffering a very large pumpkin mutant man is in the very front torturing him several of the pumpkins lunge at you from their pews but you're able to escape through the back door back into the woods and the screams and the wails and the carving is getting even louder and then you finally see it the price pumpkin patch a sign marks the entrance and you see an ocean of pumpkins ahead of you more pumpkins than you've ever seen and they're all splattered in blood at the end of the pumpkin patch is a barn you go inside uh this is you know i don't know maybe trigger warning for the kids was i don't know inside you see the mess that mr price has caused he himself is hanging from the roof of a barn clearly the result of suicide swinging back and forth the ground is littered with the pumpkin mutants being born this is the body horror scene pumpkins are shattering open to reveal the children deformed and screaming some pumpkins are mid transformation into humans growing limbs intense body horror vines coming out of people's eyes maybe even pumpkin creatures that are part dog part cow you know kind of like how in aliens there's like the dog alien right 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 you know what i'm talking about that kind of yeah idea. yeah these things can barely move because they're all in so much pain but they're lunging at you and they're angry you're able to get out the back of the barn and walk outside behind the barn is a huge pile of corpses and evidence of grave robbing shovels and the personal belongings of the dead just beyond the farm is a cemetery the last scene of the experience the graves are all dug up and there are pumpkin creatures roaming mourning and screaming you get one final scare from a few uh, a few of the children at the end and then that's it Oh, you're my left in the woods. Gosh. I want it. I want it real. I need it to be real. <laughs> I, 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 I have to go here. Like this, this is so good. Thank like, you. Oh my gosh! Like I knew, I knew you were gonna break it, but like I had, I did, I had no idea. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And you know, it, it kind of gives me like, it kind of gives me like an adult version of like Attack of the Jack O' Lanterns. Like, do you remember that Goosebumps book? Um, I remember the cover. I never read it, but I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> yeah, it, it 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 gives me it gives me like a more extreme, true yeah. horror version of that. Which like that that's a little different than this. Actually, quite a bit different than this. But like the the idea is yeah, that's yeah. kind of the idea I get. Well, right now I just I see like pumpkin creatures being very very trending in haunts right now. Even the haunt that I work at up here in Pennsylvania, um, the loose plot of our <clears throat> outdoor trail attraction is that the. Uh, the people have been dumping bodies in the woods and the the bodies and the evil have like soaked into the ground and brought the woods alive including the pumpkins so i was sort of vaguely inspired by that but in a lot more of like a body horror kind of direction honestly i oh my gosh i love it and like i i would so be like a huge fan of this ooh 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 Oh my god! I'm sorry. That's just so good. Thank you. <laughs> I, really I love how classic Halloween it. it is. If you want all honesty, I, I did write this today. 
I um, wanted to write something sooner. And I have a lot of other like concepts written in my phone that are sort of in the same vein as that. But I wanted to write something all new for this. I've written tons of fucking haunted well, houses. Well, thank you before. for that. Thank you for that. But right. I thought oh I would my gosh. And do that, something new. That was so good. Oh my gosh. It's it, spectacular. Amazing. Like, I'm I, very, I, very I am like guys. super thank gushing you. over this. I can't, I can't. I can't do it. It's so good. I thought it was really cheesy, but like you know, fun cheesy. No, I love it because it's it's different. It's very different. And like you said, pumpkin creatures are kind of trending in haunts right now. I know the Cedar Fair chain is doing quite a bit with pumpkin creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a whole uh, pumpkin eater maze at Knotts. They do, uh, and then Kings Island has the pumpkin eater scare zone. And then even last year, we had like the pumpkin creatures from the graveyard in Twisted Tradition at HHN. So, oh, that's these, true. These sort of living pumpkins, and you even had that prop, which wasn't made by Universal, but of like the girl being born out of the pumpkin, you know? And that yes, sort yes, of, like, and that inspired yeah. my little creature kids, but like way creepier than that. And that was they actually really creepy. Ha- yeah, they, it is. They actually have that prop at Kings Island right now. Yeah. <clears throat> which wow. is. Yeah, no, I I I remember it was it. super funny. Someone pointed out they were like, um, I've seen this prop at Trans World. I think Horror Nights is stealing. Like they thought they just stole the idea. And I was like, You fool! Do you not realize that even Horror Nights purchased this thing? Oh my god, they would hate knots. They would hate knots. <laughs> they would hate the amount every of stuff. Haunt in the entire world that buys they would. stuff. Trans World is like where every haunt gets their stuff. Even HHN, bruh. Like, like, spoiler alert, Horror Nights also get some costumes from Goodwill. Why on earth would you hand make a pair of jeans for a random zombie to the only then distress them? No, right. they, they go get it at Goodwill, and then they distress it, just like other haunts. Even though Horror Nights doesn't really function like a haunt, there's still some things that they do that are just common sense like other haunted houses do. Exactly. <laughs> okay, and... Now we're going to move on to Rodney, which uh, before we start, I totally want to say I forgot to introduce you guys. So by the way, I guess they're Mel and Rodney. <laughs> Whatever. Hello. <laughs> uh, I knew I knew I done messed up. I had to say it. Uh, but Rodney, tell us about what you would do if you were asked to design a haunted house. Just as a disclaimer before this, I don't do like I love haunts, but I never designed one before. Like, you know, I'm good with Disney attractions and all that. I've been on here before. This is my well, I've always like thought like, you know what? Like if if the whole Disney thing doesn't work out, like I would work for like, you know, like Cedar Fair or something like for a haunt season or uh and all that. But what I came up with um, was inspired by a scene in Knots. Um, we have this thing called Special Ops Infected, which is basically zombie laser tag. But right, right. It it it, it, wor- it works like a maze, but uh, that's not like my gimmick. There's a scene where you're in the subway, and um, it's basically like Train to Busan. If you ever watched that, where it's like, oh, there's a zombie apocalypse, and these people are like stuck on the on the subway you know i don't um, know if you went to hhn orlando last year but probably the most iconic scene from dead exposure was also a subway car full of zombies so. i did not know you see i'm a california local i've been wanting to go to like orlando for the longest Gosh, time i did I not know that if you maybe visited or not but yeah that was that tended to be the scene that people latched onto the hardest in dead exposure um because it was so good and it was such a like it's so easy in a haunt to replicate the feeling of a train because you can have right. windows be whooshing and you can even add like sound and mild shaking like oh i totally agree that's a great great setting i get it 
and there, there's just a certain like claustrophobia with subways mm-hmm. you're, you're stuck on a track you're going to one place you can't really do anything um so my concept is basically not a zombie apocalypse but just the apocalypse the world's ending um naturally or well or like supernaturally i should say no global and, warming house i'm into it glo- you know what yeah it's real y'all <laughs> I that's scarier than anything we can make here. But not that really. <laughs> so really, do your part. Use reasonable bags, please. Period. But um, so the plot line would be is that you're in um, kind of this huge you know metropolis. The the, the name of the house would be uh, Metropolis, like Metro, and then Apocalypse. So like you know trains and whatever. Um, we got layers of puns. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Metro um, apocalypse. Yes, and so basically, Sounds how like it works? I know. It does. Right? I feel like there's one out there that I don't know, but you know, it's whatever. I I'm sorry if it is. That's what happens. That's what... this house should be heavy metal. Just saying. I could see that with a like with a band that forms just for the house, and they're called Metro Apocalypse. If you have a band named Metro Apocalypse, please contact me. We we have Metro Station, <laughs> but like, what happened to Metro Station? That's what happens to them after they, <sighs> after, they oh. uh, after the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, love that. Um, so how this would work is it, it'd be basically split into like a pre-show, um, and then kind of you know the rest of the house. So. Um, you're gonna go into a, a, a subway station, you know, kind of, it's alright, you know, you're just going on your way to work, whatever, and um, you get on a, a, a train car type, you know, of deal, it would be simulated. Uh, the closest thing I can think of is, like, I don't know, was it in, like, Thorpe Park where they had this, like, ghost train thing? Yes, Darren Brown's yes. ghost train. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah the one yeah. where it was like a simulated, like the, the train was haunted or whatever. Right, right. Um, it would be kind of like that. You're sitting down. Uh, uh, it would work kind of like Hogwarts Express, but not. You're not in like those individual cars. It's just like a public transit. Like a subway. So, right, right. You have screens looking out into like a tunnel, standard thing. Right, right. And it's going fine. It's like but disaster. Then, like, pretty much like disaster, yeah. But instead of, you know, just natural disaster and you move on, everybody's dying. There's gore, blood everywhere. Um, and you would, you would, you would sit there and then it would stop. And then the whole car just turns red with like emergency lights. And, uh, you know, the, the conduct, the standard conductor voice says like, oh, there's been a delay. Please wait. And, you know, you hear just rumbling outside in, like, chaos, but it's, like, sounding like it's coming from above. You know, you're in the subway, you can't really tell what's going on above you. Honestly, that, there... that kind of gives me chills of, like, if you if you were, like, hearing screams and rumbling and you just have no <laughs> idea what's going on because you can't see it. Yeah, yeah you're like, what, oh like, what the hell is going on up there? Yeah. Like, you don't know what it is. Or even, like, even it... like, you fly past a station that you're not stopping at and you just see glimpses of just something people running you know people moving in ways that they maybe shouldn't be just for a split second like right that would uh, ooh i'm already unsettled by that and i just went on a subway for my first time back in ooh. Uh, to new york and it was it was spooky 
I've never it been was. on a subway. <laughs> I'm it, scared. It, it, you know, you know, like just subways in general. I don't trust. I need to be above ground. You know. <laughs> See, I love like, it. I mean, I think it's like one of the most convenient and useful things ever. But it is a little unnerving to be underground like that. Right. Going fast with a lot of strangers inside a toaster oven, and you can't even use your phone. So you know. Love that. Okay, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, but continue, continue. Sorry. Oh my god. So, your train card would stop, and all of a sudden the emergency door is like open, like it just slide open, like it's loud, it's just like clack clack, like like oh, like what the hell? Um, basically my whole thing is like I like slow build up horror. I think that kind of like it, it's been done sometimes before, but it, it, it not like as like slowly as I'm trying to do it. Um, I've been in mazes where like, oh, it, it's it's all right in the first room, but it slowly gets, you know, more disturbing. But I just want this to be like a plain old like transit experience, but you're, it, the apocalypse just happens right in the middle of it. You, you really want to build that uh, uh, unnerved feeling. Yeah, kind of like build the trust and then be like, oh, no, you thought that this was, you know, a normal experience. But, right. So you have to go out <coughs> to the subway tunnel Um and you just it's it's like almost pitch dark other than like safety lights or something um and you know your group kind of congregates and and you know you hear like people running and like like screaming and and there's just this weird like tunnel that's going like off to the side and a conductor like leaders like saying like oh we're just gonna step over here we're gonna find a way out we're gonna figure out what's going on uh, and then once you get to that tunnel, there's like, uh, if you know in like earthquake where there's like the collapsed building and the, the, I mean the ceiling and there's like cars like falling down. Right, right. Uh, sort of be like that. You have like the sparks going. Uh, there's there's people hanging out of cars. Um, you could kind of see the sky. It, of course, it's like simulator or whatever, and it's like just like blood red, like like Ooh. like clouds. Ooh. <laughs> Like there's obviously something's going like wrong, and you're slowly starting to piece it together. Um, maybe you'll see like a winged creature like fly like just for like a second. Oh no! And no, so no, no, like this is no. full blown like demonic like like it's the apocalypse. The world is ending. You cannot escape it. Like I'm, I I can say I'm. I am genuinely a nerd because I have a legitimate fear that I've never shared, but you're all going to know now. I have a legitimate fear of, like, the apocalypse and, like, the rapture and stuff like that. I shouldn't be, I guess, but I am terrified of it. I think one of the most genuinely unnerving scenes that Hollow Scream Tampa has ever constructed um, was in Insomnia, which is there again this year. So I, I'm yes. sure the same scene is there. That apocalypse scene, it's like one girl um, on a bed with her hands on her head. And then there's like like maybe 10 beds surrounding her, um, all with mannequins with their hands on their head. Like, you know, in like the duck and cover position, but on the right, bed. Right. And then the room is made of all mirrors. So it just goes on infinitely. And right in the middle is like a big static mushroom cloud. And like just like the lighting is super ominous. And it's like, oh, oh my absolutely. God. It's really Ooh. dark for Hollow Scream standards, man. It's great. If you've never been to Hollow Scream, anyone listening, like it's, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, oh my god that sounds like a good time for me i love like the apocalypse has always like intrigued me i'm scared as hell of it too 
Um, it's just I was like, thank God I'm not the only one really who's done. so scared. I think I would rather die, like, naturally than, like, go with everybody, you know? Right. It's kind of a weird thing, but, like, I like I don't want to be here. <laughs> Yo, I'm the exact right. opposite. I would love to go with everybody because the worst thing about dying, in my opinion, is that, like, number one, uh, people stop thinking about me and I'm a huge attention whore. So <laughs> if we all die together, there's no opportunity for me to be forgotten. That's, that's a good argument. Wow. Yeah, it is. I'm still gonna die alone. I love you, but I'm still gonna, <laughs> yeah, die, I'm still, alone. I'm still gonna <laughs> die alone. Listen, I, I think a fair amount about death and my feelings on my own demise. Not in like a grim way, but in like a this is my career pathway. Right. So, you know. Our uh, career path is not to die. Our career path uh, is no, 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 no. My career if path you think about it, all of our career paths is to die. My, my well, <laughs> that's more of our life goal. <laughs> We woke. We get real that. woke on dyslexic recording at 1037 p.m. It is. We rest in in pieces. <laughs> oh my god. We rust in in pieces. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> but continue, continue. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so winged creature who's games. gonna give me nightmares. Yeah, so you see though, just like one. It's not like he's stopping to scare you or anything. He's just like doing his work up there, you know, fulfilling prophecies and all that. Um, <laughs> I'm allergic. You know, it's like a casual Wednesday of fulfilling prophecies. Also, this might be way too detailed, but in the future I would love to hear what date you would pick for the apocalypse in your house because I feel like anyone who like designs an apocalypse story is going to pick something personally significant for the date. Oh my god. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, we detailing. I'm we sorry. Detail- I'm sorry y'all. It's spooky season. I mean, boo. Boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> I think I would make it like really ambiguous. Um, you know, my birthday is like January 11th, so it's probably that. It would probably be like 1-1, like 20XX or something. So okay. like, like you don't know when it's gonna happen, but it it's gonna happen soon. It could be next year. It could be next year. It could be in the next thirty years. We don't know. Okay, oh. let's continue. I'm scared. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so you're gonna kind of get to know the backstory. Like, uh, why did it happen so quick? Like, what caused? Like, what, what, what happened to just like create a domino effect to the apocalypse? What happened was. <laughs> Basically, this is this is the the whole house is just a what had happened was house. <laughs> we love that story. So honestly, um, we do love a story of discovery. Honestly, love love having to think in a haunted house. Plus, while it, you're getting it, in plus it it kind of makes you have to go through a few times to like really not like get it, but like you know if you understand, like, yeah, you're like oh, like you get bits and pieces every time. Right. So what 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 you're gonna get is like um, let's say if there's like cracks in the ceiling, you're gonna get like puddles of blood under the cracks, like blood rain, and um, you know dripping sounds, and uh, maybe like a few more like dropped bodies from above, and then you're gonna get to see more more occult activity in the tunnels. Uh, these you know demons are finding their way under. They're realizing, oh, there's people under there. Like, oh, we're we're, we're forgetting. We we forgot a spot. Like, we need to um, kind of eradicate this problem. Uh, it's a secret stash of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh my gosh, the zombies think I'm a snack thing. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious and nutritious. Um, mm. Really, I am not. We, I too we, much junk. We fibrous. <laughs> <laughs> we died in. We have vitamins. <laughs> I'm a slim sound gummy vitamin. <laughs> That's all I ever really wanted to be. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know, one um, time we had to call a plumber because I didn't want to take my Flintstone vitamin for like a year and I kept dropping them down the sink and they clogged up the whole sink pipe and that's what I did when I was seven, guys. Oh, oh. Story of my life. I accidentally <laughs> completely filled our, our pipes with Flintstone's vitamins. <laughs> That's the be- that's the best way to clog the pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't anything gross. It was just I didn't like the texture, man. I didn't want it. <laughs> uh, I'm dead. I'm so sorry for this massive you- non secular. I feel really bad for interrupting. You know, so you are you are fine. This like always happens when I go on his podcast, and I love it. I love this disorganization. I love everything. Just love it. We disorganized. We, we disorganize it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Continue, continue. People falling from cars, my fears. Yeah, people falling from cars, <laughs> and then, you know, you have the demons um, coming out of, like, you know, like, um, different tunnels, and and um, maybe have a few plants in the group, because this is going to be, like, a group attraction. It's it's not going to be, like, you know, like, a, a shuffle or... or, or a, or like a, a conga line. Yeah, right. no right. conga lines here. No conga we, lines in mine either. We do not support. We do not stand. No. Um, we do not. I love having groups that are sectioned off and timed well to where you're going to look back and you're not going to see anybody. Yeah, so we can get some scares like in the back. I don't even like going to haunted houses with other people. Just let me have all the scares or attention. Let me get every single <laughs> scare. Just nobody even hang out with me. Like, like, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I walk into every haunted house and I'm like, what up, demons? It's your boy. And it's just me. <laughs> me. Oh my God. Um, so you're, I'm thinking maybe like a few plants in the actual um, group. Uh, maybe like the picking people off one by God, one. God, I definitely thought you meant like like plants, like <laughs> I did too for a second. I was like, like, oh no, Dora, that's not. Oh what my god. <laughs> Honestly, well, why not? Just carry a few ferns up in there. Um, <laughs> ferns. I don't know why that was funny. Continue, continue. Um, <laughs> I'm so so you had people getting picked off, and then that's when just the horde, like you're getting like. Like you're still going down this like dilapidated tunnel, and it, and and it's one by one by one by one, and like they just keep going and going, and it's basically just like like you're not gonna get any like any any time to like breathe, like you're not gonna be able to blink without getting scared. You're seeing um, basically leftovers from their dinner just strewn all over the railroad tracks, and um, you there's. The, uh, one show building that I really want is there's there's an abandoned not abandoned but unused station in Los Angeles, and it's beautiful. Nobody ever uses it, um, it uh, or unless they probably reuse it. I don't know, but uh, it's just it's like it's like so like um, well built, and it's just sprawling. And I kind of want that. And we're gonna find out here like why the hell is this happening. 
Um, there's going to be, you know, a, like altars spread around, um, uh, you know, cult members and just chanting. They're the ones that brought this on. They're the ones that, you know, kind of sped up the process. In the, in I don't like them. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, I want full on, like, I want this to be like um, beautiful in, in a way. I mean, you're still going to get scared shitless, but um, if you've ever been, because uh, I'm a big, like, not scary farm fan, so this is uh, like a whole bunch of inspiration. As am I. I'm a huge fan of Nazis. Yeah. Um, so, what you're going to get is basically if you ever seen like Paranormal Inc. or um, Calico. I was thanking Paranormal Inc. Yeah, Paranormal Inc. or like Calico has a scene like this. Um, we do a lot of uh, flying scares. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I want like just a whole like crap load of demons just flying, like, like kind of like, like a big um, murder of like crows. Like, it's like a everybody. murder of demons. Pretty much. Um, or like a legion of demons if we want to be like correct uh, and, and you know there you see you see them like hearing like bodies and, and they're just eating everybody up And but throughout all of this it's kind of like misplaced and weird because these people are like still chanting not even phased by what's happening around them because they want this to happen like really really badly and like this is just everything's going according to plan the whole world's dying. You're just seeing a small piece of what's happening. It's just centered here. Like, this is the heart of the apocalypse. Um, so, yeah. Basically, Demon Swarm. Um, the the next rooms are going to just rely heavily on the gore and, and the carnage. You're going to see um, more... Uh, like, like, I want to... Like, I love huge haunt animatronics. Um, I want a room with, like... Like, like maybe not a winged demon, but like a sort of like goat-like, maybe like a Krampus-like demon, but not Christmassy. Oh yeah, just like picking up people and like biting heads off. Oh my gosh, I um, okay, I'm genuinely terrified of this. I like, I love being scared at haunted houses. So you are doing fantastic because <laughs> I am so scared by this. Yeah, concept. this is really, this is very creepy. I just think it. I, <sighs> Just the apocalypse in general is inherently scary. Like, we don't know if it's going to be because of natural causes. We don't know if there's supernatural forces that are going to bring it on. We're just dumb and we're living life until this shit happens. So this is just me thinking about, like, oh, what if this shit did happen? Um, And, uh, you know, you're going to see cracks, like, cracks under under a subway. And you're going to see, like... um, uh, you know, deformed bodies coming out. It's basically like hell's coming on Earth. Like, this is a takeover. This is an invasion that's not from outer space. It's from a, a demon hellscape. Uh, you're gonna, uh, I want, I want, I kind of want it to be elevated so you do have scare actors that are under, like, popping out of the cracks in the, um, in the floor. Do not uh, come for my feet. <laughs> oh, we will. We love girl. They're coming for them piggies. Ugh, no. We love I'm toes. So upset. <laughs> I'm so upset by this. I'm so scared. Listen, don't put your feet on the internet, okay? Feet <laughs> on the demons. <laughs> the demons love feet. Mm. Just give it to them. Yum yum. <laughs> Oh my god! And um, oh my god, I'm so scared. I'm not lying. Like I'm not kidding, y'all. This scares the crap out of 
crap out of me. Continue, continue. And then the next room. This is gonna be um, where uh, not the opposite of demons. I, I don't care what denomination it is. Just think of an angel or something. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna see them unsuccessfully try to stop the apocalypse. Um, you know these these spiritual creatures. You know that's full full wings, halos, but not like the generic wings and halos. And, course make it like sort of i'm thinking of old but not too old you know Mm -hmm. uh not togas i hate togas but uh i don't know maybe like people from different time periods that became angels you know Uh uh-huh and you, you see them like just trying to stop everything and they're just getting mauled they're this is not a, a good thing like they're, they're stopping maybe like there's like a godly spotlight on them and then it's just like you look down and the angels like it, like if you think of like the rib trap from Saul uh-huh. like that like they're just sprawled open um, oh. just carnage like the, the, the finale scenes in this house is just gonna be like just gore like this is a gore house um which there's not enough of at the moment. There is. I don't know why. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I do. You do you. You do ghosts. But like, I'm. I hate gore. Like personally, I'm like. Ugh. Why like all the big theme parks? Okay, I'm not. I'm not speaking for every haunt, but like all the big theme parks that get all the attention online. Like, why are they all doing like fantasy stuff right now? Everything seems very whimsical. Uh, there's obvious. I mean, there's exceptions, but you know, I feel like there's a general tone of sort of whimsy and magic to haunted houses at the moment and i'm like i want to be gross (laughs) (laughs) yeah gross stuff will get me more than like witches and goblins and ghouls the exception is but it's just like that's like all the stuff right now it's saturating the market business (laughs) i can't i can't say though i can't say though um origins and knots is like killing the game right now Oh, Origins is so good. It's Orig- one of the be- it is one of the best houses I've ever seen. Knots. Like you think you think Halloween Horror Nights lore is deep. Like just look at Knots and like Calico's such a, like a main centerpiece of Knots. And this is just a love letter to like even if you don't like Not Scary Farm, they have Catawampus in there. Like it, it, it's such a weird thing to think like Catawampus would be a, a scare actor, but it works. It is. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Um, we will be yeah. gushing over that later on a later episode this month, so get ready, y'all. I love <laughs> a that. little teaser. <laughs> <laughs> um, so final room, uh, you finally reach the end of the subway line. You see the stairs going up. <clears throat> um, they'll be climbing some stairs. I don't care if it's a liability issue; that's your problem. Whatever. Um, <laughs> People in wheelchairs. Fuck those guys. Hey, there'll be a ramp them. or something. Like an elevator. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Maybe an elevator. An elevator, elevator would work better. Elevator, um A elevator. Yeah, a elevator. Uh wasn't that a show? It was. It was not great. It was also <laughs> an attraction that Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom with a very troubled back history, which I will yeah. tell you two about that later. Oh, love that. Oh, I, I know all about that one. I wrote it the year that the incident happened, which scares me. Ooh, that literally no, could have been me. No. If, you, if you know what happened, I want you to think for a second. That could have been me. 
I need to know what happened because I have no idea what you're talking we'll, about. We'll tell you off air. It's, <laughs> we, oh yeah, my it's, god, it's a it's it's a little too much. Uh, oh, okay, for this. okay. It's a little too okay. Real. We're, we're talking some real life body horror here. That's, yeah. That's all say. Oh my god. <laughs> but oh. Continuing. Okay, so you you know you're on the elevator and let's just say this is like not a pre-show but like a towards the end show mm-hmm. um show scene um i would want it to if we were doing an elevator i want it to be like a service elevator think like the depths new one in the beginning um you know there's there's clanging there's clanging clanging from outside you're hearing scratches on the doors <laughs> um maybe we'll find a way to like make some dance while you're in there i don't know how that would work but we probably could oh that they, they can do it it's a that because they have like those doors with like it's like a video of people um running to and they like hit the door with like an axe or something and it puts dents in the door and then they just suction back out yeah so yeah you it can happen oh you see this is why i love haunts they like i like theme parks can only do so much thing you're talking about from trans world scott okay i'm so glad you do because there were like there were like five versions of it yeah there's so many different versions where there's like a window but you can just mix the window part and use just whatever that special effect was right right like the denting on the metal it's very convincing it's very convincing really good Right. Um, what I learned for some, because we're doing, like, I'm an artist, so we're doing, like, this monster assignment at, in, in my uh, course, and they were like, you want to show the monster as as much, like, like don't show it as much, because it still kind of gives you that fear of, like, what the hell is this? Um, I just think that, like, haunts, you, you kind of have to see the monster, but I'm trying not to until the end. That's why you see everything, like, towards the end. Like, I like the buildup. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one would kind of revert back to that you're just hearing like all these demons like you're just hearing like screeches and like moans coming from outside um, and then you finally stop and everything's quiet but then the doors release and you're outside and it, it's just hell like like think like New York uh, like maybe like a smaller version maybe like a city block and there's just like organs thrown everywhere there's fires there's um you know, blood all on the ground from the blood rain and from the bloody bodies. And uh, I don't know how we would do this, but like, I just want like, a, like the huge face of like Satan, like peering down at you from the sky. Absolutely uh, not. <laughs> like, I want, like, like this is going to be really weird to work with. I know, but like, I don't want a projection or something like maybe like practical effects, but I think we can do it. We can. I don't know how, but we can. Uh, it's possible. Um, it's possible. It is possible. I want like, just like, like this is bigger than we are. And, you know, the, of course there's an exit to the house. Maybe like it's a storefront or something. And you're just basically like, like dodging all of these demons coming at you. This isn't going to be like a path or anything. Um, there's not going to be like a set path. Like you just need to get to like that storefront to end the house. And uh, you know you're gonna have demons coming out of cars, like no. vans, like storefronts. It's a free for all. You can get split from your root. You cannot get split from your group if you're smart enough. <clears throat> that is but not it's what just... Kesha meant. <laughs> <laughs> It is a dirty free-for-all, but it's just dirty in the sense that entrails are everywhere. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> and it, 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 
it's just, it's basically like y- y- y'all may not be good, but I'm getting the hell out of here. So you're like, honestly you're... bye to my group if I ever went through this. <laughs> Goodbye. I am yeah, because in reality, we don't know what the hell we're gonna do in the apocalypse. It's just simulating like what, like what, like this is like whatever you thought you were gonna do, you're gonna apply it here and see if it works. Um, so uh, as you get to the storefront, there's a storefront. Maybe there's just, like a few like last scares, and then I was thinking um, maybe like a big like Satan hand like going through like one of the. Uh, one of the walls towards the end and that's when you just like shoot out out of the haunt so um this wouldn't be a home haunt because this sounds expensive as hell Uh, (laughs) this would definitely be like professional this would be like full on like Statesville Haunted Prison, um, the Netherworld. Yeah, Netherworld. I've always, because I, I used to watch the uh, Tribal Channel like of specials course. and all that. Oh, I yes, love, those were the best. Those were the shit, and they don't do them anymore, and I'm mad. <laughs> There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them on YouTube. I'll send you some. Lots of theme park okay, ones. Please lots do. Of ones, and please. water parks, too. God, I was like 10 years old watching those. That's why I'm so sick now. Same here. Same here. Thanks, Travel Channel. How about you pay for some of my therapy? Please. Yeah, <laughs> or just give me a travel show. I really want it. I want Rome by the B-52s to be the theme song. Thank you. Aww. <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, I'm just saying, like, I could see I could see your house having, like, an extremely dedicated fan base for that. Because it is so extreme. I th- <laughs> I mean, I mean, I hope it does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I sure hope it does. <laughs> I sure hope it does. We're spending so many, so many, uh, you know, so Coins. much money and time into this. Like, come on. But uh, you know what? I would honestly, I would consider doing this. Like, hit me up, like anybody. <laughs> I will gladly help. You honestly, just take your two haunts and put them in one place. Oh. Let's build a screen park, guys. I build a screen park. <laughs> Listen, absolute real talk, though. Like, my choice to stop pursuing entertainment and pursue something that's going to make me a lot of money is, like, I would say a good 75% fueled by the fact that I want to own my own haunt. And, like, nobody's ever going to invest in me. So I'm going to make enough money to invest in myself. She's going to make her I own want. path, y'all. I'm going to make my Period. own path. And I love that. And by my own path, I mean, I'm also going to use a lot of my boyfriend's money. But a lot of mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. Victor's debit card. <laughs> just, you know what? Just, I'm going to start a Patreon. Just give, give me all your money so I can make this. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm Okay. I was going to jump on my mic and say this. That disturbed me to my core because I grew up a very religious person. So for a house to be everything that I'm terrified of, I would probably have to crawl out or have to take like a serious chicken <laughs> exit. Like, I don't know if I could do it. Um, I just, I like, I like, I know this would be like so controversial. It but would that's push buttons for It sure. really would. But like, I already paid no refunds. So, Amen. Like, Amen. like, be angry, be angry, just give me your money. Yes, right. I love that. And I you... love, like, I think there is a really big 
place for <coughs> super controversial haunts. I literally am clearing a whole day out of my schedule to drive to Ohio <coughs> just to go to Haunted Hoochie because I've heard so much drama and controversy about them. And I'm like, I hours. know about them. And oh. ooh. Just from the name Haunted Hoochie, I want to go. I am excited. <laughs> uh, in one year, I can't believe I'm going to do Haunted Hoochie, Blackout, and The Basement. That's just like so much, so much extreme haunting. I can't even hold all these extreme haunts. Like, ugh. <laughs> Our hands are full. My hands are full. With like Love that. blood and guts and handcuffs. It's great. <laughs> That's a Rihanna song. Um, Fenty <laughs> uh, Beauty hit me up for a PR package. <laughs> um, but now we're going to jump into mine. So, Scott, what would you do if you were asked to create a haunt? I'm glad you asked, Scott. You're so pretty, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Um, Is this the haunt? It's like it's a house about you and your many personalities. Yes. Uh, it's, not, it's not so much a haunt as you just come sit in my room and watch me talk to myself. <laughs> Um, I and then, that. <laughs> and then I'll chase out with a chainsaw. Oh, okay, that's sad. Are we eat before that though? Um, yeah, chicken strips. Okay, oh, that's good. That's perfect. Um, <laughs> but for my haunt, I actually have two concepts. One, Ooh, yes. Extra. Um, technically three, but like, I'm, I we'll see. Um, but uh, one is one is a legitimate haunt where you would where it would not be in the theme park and two would be very theme park based <clears throat> so the first one is my large one and it is called demented and i've had this concept for a very long time so demented is a haunt that i based basically trying to make a story for my haunt and everybody knows if you've been to like a local haunt or one of those classic haunts where it's not really a story but it's multiple scenes of different disturbing things like you have your clown room or like your hospital room or like you know your redneck scene or all that other stuff you know what I'm talking about right exactly that very classic multiple room different areas deal but mine's gonna tie that all together oh yes and so what happens is you enter an asylum. I do not have a name for this asylum. I probably should, but I don't. <coughs> and <coughs> excuse me, in this asylum, you you go through multiple um, rooms of patients, and each patient has a very distinctive personality. So, let, let's say one patient has has used their fingers to carve a clown face into theirs, or uh, another patient is uh, very much backwoods hillbilly. Um, <clears throat> cannibal type deal. Oh, it's me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you know an- another inmate is um, she she's obsessed with witches and etc. and so on. And then we have a couple that are very into uh, you know serial killing and stuff like that. Where this is going, and I already <laughs> like it. Thank you. So, so, and like, if you're not paying attention, you'll see it, you'll get it, but you won't get it until the end of the haunt. So, so as you're passing all these patients who are very distinct personalities, you're going to exit out of the asylum. But it's, it's a very abrupt exit. There's no transition hallway. You are instantly into a new room. And that new room (coughs) is... Is let let's say it is a, a an old cabin, full of voodoo, 
objects and such. You see, I don't mess. I don't mess with voodoo. I don't. I don't. <coughs> my um, my family is from like Louisiana, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they always say like, don't go to New Orleans. I don't know why. I don't know if we have like family curses over there or something. But y'all didn't carry <laughs> Madame Zeroni like, up the mountain, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Who oh, we probably did it, no one else. <laughs> but uh, did somebody say American Horror Story coming? I'm listening. <laughs> but you, you know, oh, you enter, you enter a very uh, like swamp, voodoo queen esque area, and in that area, you have you have the character of the voodoo queen, and you know, maybe a couple victims or so. Angela Bassett? Yes, you have yes. Angela Bassett. Can, can I please be Kathy Bates as one of the victims? Yes, you can. Thank you. <laughs> Reprise your role. Love I that. Really <laughs> Kathy Bates again, guys. <laughs> um, and then you go to the next room. Again, abrupt transition. You know, no, it's it's it, it's really just open the open the door, go through the curtain, etc., whatever. And jarring, you are now in this yeah. other room. It's very jarring, and I want it to be jarring for a reason. Even like maybe a strobe, like right right there, to just make it like ugh. Right, right. Like you blink and you're somewhere else. Exactly. That that that's kind of the feeling I'm going for. And then and then you'd be in a clown room full with you know with 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 clown characters and one specific main clown character and you know it's it's not super details you, you guys can kind of get it it's gonna be very typical. Is this the clown so club it's 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 discussed? it's like a it's like a whole uh, uh, homage to like haunts everywhere. Yes, yes, kind of. Um, and actually, you know what? No, that's what it's gonna be because I have this weird and I'm gonna throw this out there too. I have a strange um, uh, fear of nightclubs and bars. I probably shouldn't. It's very irrational, but it's a fear I have, and it's very strong. Um, so you would enter Club Clown, and so my so my club. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got clowns on poles. We got clown go-go dancers. We have clown bartenders, and we specifically have one clown who is just dapper, head to toe, the owner of the club. Oh, yes. I already want to marry him. I don't even have any details, but do you know what I instantly imagine? What? I instantly imagine like like the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka, but a clown. Yes, yes, very much that. Uh, <laughs> that's my dream man. <laughs> uh, I know a few people who need to sign up for this. Listen, room. right? Let's turn this into Mysteries of Mayhem real quick, and let's just think about some clown dick, okay? Oh my god. That's the number one meme on Mistresses of Mayhem. That is true. Which is the only female, uh, completely female Horror Nights podcast. Yeah, we haven't recorded in a hot minute, but we'll be back, I promise. After I go to (laughs) HHN, we will will talk again once we've all been. (laughs) Um, But, you know, then you transition to the next room, and the next room is, uh, it's it's almost like a trailer, you know, like a trailer park trailer. Um, But it's very you know, trashy and disgusting. And that's where you have your, your cannibal hillbillies. And, um, you, you transition to the next room after that, you have, you know, a torture scene with, you know, people in chains and, uh, and a torturer covered in blood and that classic kind of, um, executor mask from like the 1800s or no, not 1800s, like the 1600s or whatever. Yes. Uh, medieval times. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, medieval torture. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And the, and you know you keep transitioning into these different rooms, but um, what once you've gone through and you 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 exit the house, 
um, you don't just exit the house. You exit through a dark room with uh, a slight, like, pink tint ever so often. And in this room, there's no characters at all. Not a single one. No, not, no, not one at all. But there are just... You can, you can feel the room, like, pulsating. And inside that room... All you have, all you hear, is like light whispers of different voices telling, telling the voice, telling you know, t- telling you to do awful, horrible things, and then you exit. And what the whole story is is that asylum you went to, every patient you just walked through who they are and what they think they are in their head. Huh. So I when you saw it. that clown patient, when you're in the clown room, you're in his mind. You are in what you are in the demented mind of him, and why he thinks he, you know, that's why he's in the asylum. There was there was a very. This reminds me of it was in this is like really really obscure. I don't know, but um, in Universal Singapore, there because they do Halloween Horror Nights over yes. there. Uh, there was a, a maze that was going into the mind of like a serial killer. Yes, very much like that. Yeah, that's the vibe that I was... And I love that. I love that. I would totally go through Yes, that. very much like that. So each room, you are entering the mind of the Demented um, who lived in that asylum. And so you're going to have two actors playing the same character, but one is the character in our world and one, of the, one is the character in their own world. So that, so oh. that main clown... Is is the person you saw in the asylum? That voodoo queen is the witch woman you saw in the asylum, you know, et cetera, right. and so on. Um, and that last room is a collection of all their brains. You are inside of their brain. Right. Those whispers are their it are is their thought process on what to do. The pulsating is you are literally walking through their brain. And you exit, and huh. that—that's my big haunt. And uh, I know it's not super detailed, um, but it's one of those things I'm very proud of, and kind of keep a few of the details to myself. Uh, and I'm, you know, that's okay. <laughs> that's probably you that's know. Smart. You know what? That's that's very like that's very like that could be done like at a like at a house like at a home. Like haunt. exactly, like, exactly, and like I, I, I worked like... at basically a home haunt for years, um, and. We had a loose story, but that's the story I wanted to give it. But it wasn't my place to do so, so. <laughs> yeah, no, but I love that because that is, you know, I wouldn't say an issue. Like, that's not a, that's not an issue, I think. I like, I like that you have come for basically justification for it. That's clever. Thank you. Thank you. Because, like, like when, when I go, that's, for me, the haunts around me are not very story oriented, so that's kind of the haunt I'm used to. Um, is that old school room to room, fear to fear kind of haunt. And so I, I want to give a story to why it exists. And that that's what I really enjoy uh, about the idea, because it gives a story to those classic haunts. And um, if y'all want to buy it, y'all can uh, talk to me, DM me. <laughs> Um, and then my next haunt is my next two haunts are very out there very out there they're both IP based and they would both go in a theme park the first one is going to be jarring and many people are going to hate me for saying this but it it must be said Um, 
my small theme park haunt, the first one is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, yes. What do you mean hate you? That's it, Chief. If we can do Ghostbusters, we can do Exactly, exactly. And that is my thought process. I also at one point thought about Death Becomes Her, but that would literally just be a comedy house. Um, But could you imagine the costumes and sets for Death Becomes Her house? Amazing. But back to Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror is so iconic. Like It It is. is, And it it has disturbing parts. With Halloween and with all things like weird and spooky and offbeat. It is. It has parts that are genuinely spooky. So like in this Rocky Horror house, each room is going to have a song from the musical playing as its backtrack. Yes. But um, so, you know, you're going to have the, 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 uh, the damn it, Janet scene and uh you're gonna have brad and janet and it's not gonna be too scary but but you're gonna have the background transitioning transitioning in the church from the wedding to the funeral and uh uh in the uh in the car scene you know you could have awesome rain effects and good thunder and you could have riffraff and magenta popping out when their song uh when the parts of their songs come out and uh Right. For time you're, warp, you're gonna have to kick people out of the time warp room. I would. I would. I would. I would. All day up in that. <laughs> For the time warp scene, exactly what's gonna happen is you're gonna go in that ballroom, but there's not gonna be anybody there. So, so only when you're walking through and it says "Let's do the time warp again," you're gonna have multiple people from each side. It's like when oh, the ensemble they sings. And they're all going to pop out at one time. And you know, when you're not expecting that, even if it's not scary, you're probably going to drop or run. Oh, yeah. Because you're just not ready for, like, 12 people to pop out at once. And, yo, if one of them is that, like, really short, thick one with the purple, she's scary. Oh, yes, yes. It it, it would be very, very much like that. I'm ready. Um, I uh, I feel like the only character you uh, we would have at the end is, um, uh... Oh my gosh, Little Nell is the actress's name. Columbia. I don't know what... Columbia. Yes, Columbia. I forget yes. her name all the time, though. I literally, I feel you so deeply on that. What's bad is Columbia is my favorite character in the whole movie. I don't know why I can never remember her name. I used to shadow cast Rocky Horror, and if there's ever a character's name, I'm gonna forget <coughs> it's her. And I'm like, oh, it's Little Nell. <laughs> yes, it's yes, exactly. Um, but um, uh, you, you know, in the uh, in the I can make you a man scene gonna have you know all it's there's just so so much you could do and the one scene i think would really shock people is the uh hot patootie scene with eddie and as soon as frank and Carter chases him with a chainsaw he turns to you yes and you're not i don't think people are expecting that um that'd be so fun i just and of course I love we it. have to have a touch a touch a touch me scene just to get that little dirtiness in the house i'm i'm just like such a rocky horror fan i can totally picture this too even without you going into a lot of detail just knowing like the hhm style of house like for IP. exactly I, I, exactly I see this in my head <coughs> exactly you just know. don't just don't bring it over to hollywood oh, please God, oh no we really won't upsetting. we won't <laughs> would be in a mask and it wouldn't be a good mask. No, Janet, you know, you could just cast, like, any white bitch, but I'm sure she'd be in a mask, too. She wouldn't be. She wouldn't be. Rocky would be in a head-to-toe rubber suit, and instead of pink on the on the tiles, they'd just be black walls. It would be. It would be. And, and like, there'd be no, like, the music, it would just be, like, Rocky and Frankenfurter jumping out from black curtains. Yeah. 
And the music wouldn't be the actual music. It would be John Murdy covering the entire album himself. Can y'all tell we love HH in Hollywood? Listen, I only say that because John Murdy was the you son of a bitch voice in Poltergeist, and they did re record all the stuff for that house. They did, they oh did. My. And he did a great job. You know, it was John Murdy's daughter that was Carol Ann. She did a good job. You did good, sweetie. I'm proud of you. Period. <laughs> Listen, I love John Murdy, but I think he just hasn't had that much control lately, and that's why it's gone to shit. Well, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but yes, I, th- I, I, I don't know. I just think it'd be a really fun house to do Rocky Horror. Um, and you know, it, 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 it'd be a house that people would love. It's very synonymous with Halloween. It's, it's, it, it's the house. It, it would be the comedy house, the fun house of the it's year. got a banging soundtrack. Yes. Oh. And you like, could sell the all gays the gays would love and, this. You know, and whatever <laughs> line of dialogue is iconic, you have infinite numbers of triggers to pull from. Like, it is. There's just so much you can do. Can I add a scene in this, though? Of course. So I think like there should be an homage like the fan base. I think the beginning should be like they're doing a, a, a shadow cast oh, and like you go through theater. the screen. Yes. And you go through the screen. Oh my gosh, yes, that'd be perfect. And then and like on the stage could be the girls selling the popcorn and doing science fiction double feature. Yes. Right. Oh, um, I love it. I love it. What if um, okay, so what if guests let's let's just pretend for one moment. Yeah. That the people who attend haunted houses are not the worst dregs of humanity. And let's just pretend <laughs> that they could behave themselves and in an ideal world. This is some hard pretending. <laughs> I know, I know. This is really a huge stretch, but you guys are really <laughs> and I hope you can hang on with me. Yes. Imagine if the world was like that and you could actually have a prop bag to interact with the house. Like, like you could have a prop bag, you know, like you could have Yes, yes, like, like, like you do, yeah. And you could have, like, moments where you have things that you could interact with, but, like, you could never do that. People would just eat the bags of the scare actors. They would eat the bags. They would rep them up and leave the trash everywhere. They'd poop in them. Hazard. Yeah, they would vomit in the bag. You would leave them somewhere. Um, they would use the bags as a masturbatory device. This is these oh. are all things that have happened in haunted houses. <laughs> in, we're just gonna say theme parks and not go any more specific because I've heard stories like this from all theme park haunts. Yeah, it happens. All um, of them. This ain't nothing against HHN. I've heard insane <laughs> things from Hallow Scream. I've heard crazy stories from people who've worked at Knots. Like, yeah. this is why we can't have prop bags in a haunted house. <laughs> but well, what I was going to say was, and this isn't the first time HHN would be working with it, because when the Beetlejuice Theater was still there, they did Rocky Horror a couple years. Rest in peace. It was so good. It was even, good. Though now it's a, even though now it's a Disney property, <laughs> this would never <laughs> Disney's going to, I'm so afraid because I know they're going to neglect it so much. and I'm, I'm mad. Well, I mean, if there's <sighs> one good thing, initially... There was all this drama where any of the Disney-owned things could no longer be shown in movie theaters um, without, like, these insane licensing fees. And people were afraid that it was literally going to be the end of Rocky Horror Shadowcasts. Um, But Disney made, like, an exception for Rocky Horror. They're like, no, Rocky Horror can keep doing its Rocky Horror thing. So at least there's that. Good, yeah, good. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, give them, I'll give them the tens, you know. <laughs> 
Um, but then my next one is very selfishly based just for me. Um, and it would be, and it's very theme park. Um, and this is probably something you could have open in the day too. If you really want to make a little extra money, upcharge it during the day and then do the event. Um, oh, we love a we love a CEO. We love a thank you, thank you. Um, got but Scott Iger right here. Oh my god, no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but uh, it would be a goosebumps based haunt. Oh, period, Cute. period. And like period. you know, that's something you could upcharge during the day to families and kids. It's like it's like a kids. Yeah, thing too, but then you know? it, that doesn't mean you can't make it scary as heck at night. Oh no, goosebumps is scary as hell. Like I ain't even on front. Right. right. Now. Like, so there's some there's some scenes in these books where you're like ooh, and like if they happened in you know later years, it'd be like childhood trauma coming to life. <laughs> there's yeah. one that I wanna. There's one that I want to pop up in here, but I'm gonna let you explain it. But <laughs> I'm just letting you know if it's not in here, I'm gonna be very disappointed. <laughs> um, obviously, obviously, we have to have our classic. We have to have Slappy from Night of the Living Dummy. We have yeah. to have. Period. We have to have my favorite Goosebumps book. This is pure selfishness. We have to have the horrors and a scene for Horrorland because One Day at Horrorland is my favorite Goosebumps book. Period. Uh, we have to have like a haunted mask. We have to have this. Uh, the scarecrows that walk at midnight. We have to have the. I mean, screw it. Let let's put the let's put the abominable snowman from Pasadena in there too. Who cares? Um, Wasn't there one about like evil hamsters? There was. That was Monster Blood three. I think. Yeah, I had an obsession. I have a huge collection. Like, yeah, that's I'm that's where my horror very grew up. Familiar with Goosebumps as a series. Definitely less familiar than y'all. Um, I've seen some of the shows. I want to go on a limb and say I never read a Goosebumps book. I I, I have a collection of the books. Um, I had coloring pages as posters in my room. Uh, I had a folder. Uh, so, like, I, I had a pretty strong obsession with that. That's where my horror obsession grew I from was Goosebumps. I was... <laughs> I... Go ahead. Sorry. No, but um, I got into it with the Choose Your Own Adventure one. Those were so good. Yeah, those, those those were my I had a age. couple of Choose Your Own Adventure horror novels from, like, the late 70s. I want to say they're both trademarked, like, 1978. But I was heavily discouraged as a child from reading children's books. My parents were like, no, you can just read adult books. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I have a big vocabulary now. I just was, you know... I love my parents. They're great. They were just like, I was like, can I get an easy bake oven? And they're like, we'll just teach you how to use the real oven. And I'm like, I'm six. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it was just, it was just their way. They were like, why would we get you a toy version? Why would you want this when we are providing you with the real deal? And it's like, oh my God. Why is that me though? I want want an easy bake oven. (laughs) I just want brownies that don't really cook. Like, I can make my own brownies, but I just want brownies I don't really cook. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like the experience. I don't know. It was in every kid's movie. I wanted to see it. Honestly, I just turned to look at my Goosebumps book to see what else I could throw in there. Um, we could throw in the Headless Ghost. We could throw in uh, Monster Blood. We could throw in Creature Teacher. We could throw in the Gnomes. <laughs> okay, I'm satisfied. You said Monster Blood. That's what I was. You were looking for, for the monster Thank blood. You. Yes, we had thrown. I the was monster looking for blood. monster blood. Did you say the mask already? Yes. Ooh, yeah. And and okay. the werewolf, uh, the werewolf of fever swamp. We have to have that. 
Okay. And honestly, just just for just for just for Melanie right here, we have to have Attack of the Jack O' Lanterns. Yay! Just just as an homage to her heart, which is way you better know what than this, but an I want that. I'm, I may be stupid, but I think like Disney would do. Well, I mean, I, they I did have a Goosebumps they did. show back in the nineties. Yeah, they did have it, and they had a little like I think it was like a mirror maze walkthrough or something. Yes. But I, I think this is like very viable for them because Goosebumps is owned by Sony, and you know that whole the, the thing. And they've made they are made a new deal. They can make a deal for Goosebumps. Well, and you know something else I could see though. This is something I could envision, for example, in like Islands of Adventure or even in the new Third Gate at Universal. As yes. A, as like a Halloween specific offering, but yeah, perhaps even pretty cheap, like a like a five or seven dollar upcharge to go through. Right, um, and I'd pay time. it. I would pay the hell. <laughs> I would too, because it'd be it. It would literally bring childhood trauma to life, and honestly, I want that for me. Yeah, or even I love right, that for me. Make it not an upcharge. Just give it to the people. Who cares? I don't right. Know. It's universal. Well, like, I they can do whatever they want. They have so exactly. Much money. I, I just I think it'd be a really cool concept to do that. And what's funny is that actually did happen a while back in the UK. I, I want to say London um, specifically. And there there it, it was a, it was like a one it was like a few month deal with with Goosebumps, and they made a genuinely terrifying Goosebumps based haunted house for adults. Like it 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 definitely said like do not come in here if you're like under. It was like 13, 14, 15, something like that. It was a little it was a little older than normal. So I think it was a little bit above I would 15. be I would be interested to see that because like no offense to anybody. But for the most part, I haven't seen a whole lot of really strong haunts out of the UK. Um because there's just like not as much haunted house culture there. Hence right. the many, many, many UK tourists who come to Halloween Horror Nights every year. Right. Reason. It's because they don't really have anything even close to that near them. Um so, I mean, they ha- they have a couple things like Alton Towers and Thorpe no, Park, yeah, but they're but just like, they're I was not just about to level. say, I've, I've, yeah, I've Alton Towers not is not good. About those, so right. yeah, um, you know, it would be. I would love to see a video of that. If there's any video like documenting it, I'd love to see that if you can find it. There are a few. I will send it to you later. Mucho there are a few vlogs. Please do. I need. I need. I love studying like the history of like Halloween events. Yeah, uh, Theme Park Worldwide has a few vlogs that you can watch and look. I don't know if there's a history. If there's if there's anybody who's going to do a history, it's probably going to be Expedition Theme Park. He's the boy. We love. He him. is. He is the man. Um, there's a there's a not scary farm one that's on YouTube. It's so I good. Think it's like an hour long. It's so good. I love that one. Uh, so good. Um, but yes, those are my those are my three ideas. Um, for haunts, and that's what would I? Oh my gosh, it's late. I need food. That's what I would do if I was asked to create a haunted house. I love them. Those are thank great. you. I appreciate it. Well, I like that. I like that. Um, both me and Rodney, we both went dark, like very intense with our ideas, and then yours were a lot more like lighthearted and fun. So we didn't. We didn't have to end on like the apocalypse or horrifying body horror of dead pumpkin children being murdered. <laughs> and that's the end. Yep. <laughs> Just imagine the screams and the smooshing. Yes, and cut. <laughs> Just in the episode right there. <laughs> It's even creepier because I just bought a big ass pumpkin to put in my bedroom and a bunch of like little decorative gourds. So like I'm looking at those right now and like what if they're mad at me? 
<gasps> you know what? Holiday World, which is my home park, they have they have they have like a cute Halloween event called Happy Halloween Weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, which we will talk about you know in a later episode. But not to get too much into it. But you said Gord, and they have a character there who's a talking pumpkin whose name is Gordon. Aww. and he tells stories and uh it's it's a cute event it's not it's not for me but it's cute well at HHN um, last year we had Gordy with, with you know the iconic daddy oh you did oh that's so true <laughs> I carve you those were like every year at Horror Nights there's always a couple triggers that take off as memes among whether it's among the actors or just among like the local fan base and oh my god Daddy and I card you. Those were like memes of last year. <laughs> I love that. Oh, those were everyone involved. Oh my gosh, it's so like, funny. Like we would just greet each other, Daddy. It didn't even make any sense at that point. <laughs> people just say it. Like, ugh, I don't know. Hornets culture is really weird, guys. Haunt culture is weird, and that's we're why I love allowed, it. We're not allowed to talk at Horror Nights, so we just start communicating through the pre-recorded words. <laughs> what else are you going to do? You know, in 2017, uh, it was just an endless string of, hello, pussies. Because finally, <laughs> we had a trigger with, like, a really naughty word in it, so we would just say it a lot. <laughs> I can just see y'all. We can just say a bad word. Oh, God. Listen, I will forever be envious of any character who ever got a curse word at HHN. That chance you got to say, what the shit? You're an icon. Your trigger had a bad word in it. That's so fun. <laughs> oh, my God. The... Anybody who's working in the House of a Thousand Corpses must be, like, losing their shit right oh, now. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. But, yes. So, those are our ideas of what we would do if we were asked to create a haunted houses. A haunted houses. Look at me. English. <laughs> love that. English major. No, I'm not. We I majored in... We speak in, not correctly. <laughs> we grammar <laughs> We punctuating. <laughs> period. <laughs> I'm sorry. Spooky period. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, y'all can come see my stand-up set. Um, at nowhere. Oh my God. <laughs> we grammatical. <laughs> we scholars. <laughs> Okay. We dumb bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you for listening to the laughing podcast. Um (laughs) Oh my gosh. But before we go, I have to ask you both. If I have to, I mean I want to because I think you both deserve it. Um, Mel, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. Um, for once, I don't need to plug in my phone. It has been plugged in and is currently sitting at 75% charged. Uh, so We grow it. We grow it? Yeah, we charge it. Period. Okay, so um, my Twitter and my TikTok are both called Dien. That is with two L's, M-E-L-L-S-D-I-E-I-N. Um, I would love if you came and followed my TikTok. I make a lot of uh, makeup videos, special effects makeup, uh, theme park comedy nonsense, and I guess videos about really old cookies. Um, I would be flattered if you if you joined me on there as I make garbage. 
Okay, she calls it garbage, but that's not true. It's so good. You're genuinely my favorite person on there. It's my garbage. <laughs> Shut up, Scott. It's not <laughs> garbage. It's so good. Listen, it's it's beautiful it's garbage. Video with garbage. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, that was decoration. We decorating. No, I mean it's not. The, the, you know, the cookie isn't garbage, but the video is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, no, but really, go follow her. They are so funny. She's so creative, and she is the number one theme park person on TikTok. Um, oh hush. No, you are. I, I I definitely have this labeled as you, and then Corey Mathery, and then like I'm gonna kind of be a jerk and say myself as third. <laughs> There's a few other people, but I'm gonna say myself as third. Savannah <laughs> is really good too. Savannah. Savannah is really good. Savannah. I love Savannah. She's like a really wholesome theme park comedy. I enjoy. I enjoy her stuff. I feel like mine is very like pessimistic. So it's nice that there's. <laughs> she's gonna. She's gonna love this shout I'm out. Sure. Um, I think her her TikTok <laughs> is Savvy Does Disney. I believe. Yes. Yes, it is. So yeah, check her out. She's great too. And at Corey says yo for Corey Mathery. Yes, yes, both excellent TikTokers. There's a relatively small group of people who do anything theme park related on TikTok, so I would say go out and follow all of us. You're not going to find many others. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Roddy, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, my Twitter is where I'm most active um, at Rodney Diz. Uh, I'm doing a series right now of art for Halloween. It's so good. Um, it is so sweet. Thank you. Um, I'm doing uh, so the it's supposed to be like at first it wasn't but like now uh, I'm doing Urban Legends. Uh, it's basically like a series of like speed paints and like uh, story backgrounds for various Urban Legends from around the world. Uh, my first one that I just did was the slit mouth woman from Japan. Uh, just kind of delving into different art styles, you know. I was lacking on art for like two months, so now I'm picking back up. And um, yeah, I'm on TikTok, but like not like seriously. I do it ironically. I don't like post like theme park stuff, but I probably will. So um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And for me, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. I am always on there retweeting stuff about theme parks, obviously, or this wouldn't exist, or reality shows that I have an unhealthy obsession with, currently watching eight. That's not the Ooh. name of it. That's the number of reality shows I watch. So We love. Yes. So um, I'm on there a lot, always tweeting, always talking, always having a good time. And then you can also follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96. I like to go live on there about once a week and talk about the show. Or uh, I recently started watching my reality shows live so you can see my reactions. Because, like, you know how, not to come for y'all, but, like, a little bit, you know how straight guys react to sports? That's me to reality shows. And it's bad. And it's hilarious. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's too much. I get too invested. But you can come check me out on there. And then you can also follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic. Um, you know, trying to keep the brand all across <laughs> you can follow me on tiktok Love that. at dyslexic where i make videos i'd say like bi-weekly i post a video um i don't do it seriously but i do it when i have a creative spurt and it's fun um yes. thank you <laughs> and uh that's those are my socials but with that being said 
I hope you all have an amazing week. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to episode 1 through 28 here on Anchor, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, and pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. I say that because obviously you're listening on one, but maybe you have to pay for it. You want to go something else. I want this to be accessible to as many people as it can be. Because it's for fun. And I think the theme park community needs more fun. It's a little toxic sometimes. Ooh, hello. Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> by a little, I mean about the size of the gigantic pumpkin creatures in the patch. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Um, but if you enjoyed this episode please share it with family and friends who you think will also enjoy it uh, if you want to tell us your ideas you can leave a voicemail here on Anchor that I can put on next week's show or you can comment on any of my posts or DM me and I'll gladly put it in the show next week share your idea to the world and by to the world I mean like 28 people um, but, but to the world really appreciated by those 28 you really would um, uh, please give this a uh, review on iTunes I don't really know what it does, but everybody else says it. So I started saying it recently, <laughs> too. Because, um, you know, you got to be trendy. Sure. Period. <laughs> and with that being said, have an amazing October, everybody. Come back for more spooky season here on Dyslexic because there's a lot coming your way. And I hope you all have an amazing week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.